Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what up? It's Fake Radio, bitch. You listening to High Def? Wednesdays at 5.30. You already know. Yeah. I flow with Medusa. They don't want no look. You see your girl scout everybody out. Cookies, I'm on that mess. So I don't speak nothing PC. I'm fly, flow, crack, pizza, nosebleed. Jesus is my hate man. God, then you right. These ain't these, but these. See, right. This Ooh. ass is me. No booty shots, booty pop. No need. Got supplied it for free. Just a girl, I was more easy. Baking ball beads. Dog face, catty bitches. We'll get neutered and straight. If they get in my way. Shots flowing in the building and you listen to spate. Yeah! Thank you. You are now listening to SpateRadio.com. Uh, it's December, Christmas time, so I hope uh, everybody, you know, is doing their Christmas shopping early, man, because um, I'm going to try to get mine done as early as possible because I know I always wait to the last minute. So, you know, don't wait to the last minute like me and do your Christmas shopping early. All right? So um, today we got uh, Play a Rabbit in the building. Uh, rappers from Texas, very popular online, built a crazy buzz, selling uh, a lot of music, you know, on his own. Um, started, uh, he has uh, over 2 million views on MySpace. Um, he has uh, like 40,000 uh, Twitter followers. Um, you know, he's very popular, man. And uh, we're going to, you know, talk to him a little bit about that. I think we might have Miss High Death in the building. What's up? Hey, what's up, Say Radio listeners? Hey, what's up? What's going on? How are you feeling today? I'm feeling all right. I'm feeling all right. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm great. I'm great. Yeah, I was just um talking a little bit about December and Christmas. You do your Christmas shopping yet? I've done a little bit. I have to spend I have to spend uh, some money on myself. This year, I think I'm going to go shopping for myself and just spend, like, a, a, at least a lot of money on me, not not on anybody else but me. <laughs> okay. That's, 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 <laughs> that sounds bad, but I have to. I have to be selfish this year a little bit. I don't have a, I don't have a man. i got to be a little bit jealous about everybody else. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, man, I don't know how that happened, but... That, that's a that's another show topic by itself. <laughs> that's but I've been all right. Oh, okay, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Um, yeah, so today we're gonna have um, Player Rabbit, who's uh, from Texas. Also, have that's you ever heard of him? Um, yeah, I heard a little bit about him? him. Yeah, I heard a little bit about him. Like, um, he's worked with Fat Pimp and different stuff like that. Um, and like I've heard about him, so I'll find out a little bit more about him today. Okay, yeah. So um, I was mentioning like um, he's an independent artist, and like he has over two million uh, views on um, uh, MySpace, and he has like forty thousand Twitter followers, and he has like millions of views on YouTube. And um, I wanted to talk to him about how he did that independently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, those are 
have more Twitter followers than like than a lot of celebrities on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, we need to figure out what what what's the secret. <laughs> exactly. We're gonna find out about that. But um I got new music as always. Um Yes. You know, uh, you know what? I think I heard um, Rick Ross is dropping a Chris, a Christmas album or something like that. That's... What? <laughs> Don't tell me he's going to be rapping Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer or <laughs> something like that. Is, that's what I heard. <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you, that's what I heard. Um, I think that that's going to be kind of funny. I, I, I want to know what he's going to what he's going to rap about. And, of course, we're going to play it. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to play it just to laugh. But, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, but we got, something, you got, we got something a little bit new going on. We got the Spade Radio Top Ten Playlist where people can go to spaderadio.com and they can, like, uh, vote uh, for their favorite song. And, they, and the song with the most plays and the most votes is going to be number one right now is Nicki Minaj and, um, she has uh, 139 plays right now. So if you like a song on the top 10, uh, make sure you go to spateradio.com and you you know just listen to it and um, vote for it and keep it in the top 10. If if um, the song with the lowest plays and the lowest votes is gonna get knocked out, and we're gonna add something new every week. So if you want to keep it in the top 10, you gotta make sure you come, you play the song, and you vote. So we're gonna keep it moving. <laughs> All right. That sounds good. That's what's up. Yeah. So, um we got uh let me see. We got some we got some new music here. Oh, okay. We got the new new music from the Ashy Elbows and um my my boy Madman. We just added that to the top ten this week. We're gonna play that. Um, 
you know, that, that, that may not be familiar with you a little bit about, you know, yourself and um, where are you from? I um, think that um, I guess I go by the one and only official Player Rabbit. Uh, for those that don't know me, just call me Player Rabbit for short. Um, a little backdrop on the name, sake, because a lot of people always ask about the name. So let me give you a quick uh-huh. one on the name. The name basically came from everybody in my neighborhood calling me Rabbit back when I was little because I was always short. So basically that's where the Rabbit part came from. As I got older, the player part came from a lot of chicks because I used to always talk to chicks. A lot of times I ran across a lot of older chicks, and they're like, oh, you like you, you like a player or something. Because, you know, I just had that, that, that je ne sais quoi, that, uh, that style. I mean, because, you know what I'm saying, I, when I uh, was growing up, you know, we had we had Fat Boys, we had Run DMC, we had KRS-One, we had Rakim, and a lot of those dudes, you know, they kind of gave me that pizzazz to kind of pursue that whole that player mentality, because that's just what I heard the most. When I heard Notorious Big, and when I heard Tupac, and they both put their player spin on everything, and you know, around around the mid '90s, that's when it was really big. So that 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 basically sums up the whole detail about the name. But um, oh. I guess a little bit, I guess more details about me. I've been messing with Spay Radio for like a minute, a minute, minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I, I've known you for what? A couple of years now. Yeah, it's probably been about uh, probably somewhere around 2006 or end of 2006, something like that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah, because I did a little, I did a little video on uh, YouTube, but um, now I mean, basically for the uh, people that's listening, now, I'm, I'm long-winded, so I will tell you that ahead of time. Um, <laughs> really uh, now, nah, for real, I'm real talk. That's why I rap. That's why I rap. That's why it's good to rap. Now, I'm an underground okay, um, well, I, well, um, I don't know if you, I, my co-host is on the line, I Def also, I don't know if I introduced you. Yeah, I, I'm just listening, I, that was one of my questions I was going to ask him, like, where the name came from, he already answered it, so go ahead and tell him, you, you're trying to tell him who you are, what you're about, go ahead. <laughs> oh, no, I, I'm, I'm sorry, baby girl, I didn't mean to step on your question like that, I'm sorry. You, you good, <laughs> you good, go ahead, I want to know more about you, because I've heard a little bit about you, but go ahead and tell everybody else about you. Okay. Um, basically, almost every chick that you probably know that's a model right now in the industry, um, they all know me. And they all know me because we all came up the same way. Yahoo. I've been pretty much rapping since I was about uh, 13, and uh-huh. I, got into the, I got into the rap scene basically around that time. And I've just been putting it down ever since. A lot of people get it confused, and they think, well, you must have heard, you know, the Houston rappers, and no, no. I mean, basically, I just, you know, always rapped back since I was nine, and that was just something I always wanted to do. So long story short, I've been putting myself out there independently since 2005, and just been mashing ever since, really. Okay. All right, so, um, like, I wanted to talk to you a bit about the way you brand yourself and, like, because I've been watching you, like I said, for a couple of years, and, like, uh, you got, like, 2 million views, like, views on MySpace and 40,000 Twitter followers and millions of views on YouTube. So, like, those are, like, celebrity numbers right there. Like, how how did you accomplish that? Please tell us how. (laughs) You know what? I guess... I guess the the gift and the curse is the fact like not 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 like Jay Z because you know Jay Z gift and curse is a little different than mine. But my my gift and my curse is my my personality and my personality I, I can get across to just about anybody anywhere you are. 
So a lot of times, while a lot of people that I knew when I was growing up, they were thinking about, you know, trying to make local numbers and trying to get to local radio stations. I was already trying to reach out to Japan and, you know, uh, Belgium and France and Germany. I wanted to reach out to those people because I knew those were the people that, you know, when Michael Jackson go overseas, they'd be crying and passing out. I'm like, I need to get that crying, passing out money. Wow. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's a great way to think of it. Yeah, so so how did you go about reaching out? How did you go about to reaching out to people in different countries like that? Well, you know what I mean? Honestly, I can I can definitely um say that when I was growing up, I I grew up in a, a very uh entrepreneurial type household. I mean, my my father left and came back and left and came back when I was growing up, so I kind of had to find my I had to find my legs when I was about five, five or six. Okay. So, um, I started out with um, like uh, just about any business you can think of. I sold toys. I got to a point where I made toys, and I got to a point where I started uh, making costumes and designs. So, speeding everything up. Same thing, same principle. It's just now I make my own CDs. I produce my own beats. I do my own marketing. But I guess the way all magic that happens in the process of doing most marketing is without the I'll just say that. Okay. Uh, are you are you outside? Uh, are you outside? Are you outside? I'm in my house. Oh, okay. Because I heard it sounded like uh, yeah, it sounded yeah, like somebody, somebody was somebody's outside. Oh, okay. Are you outside? It might, might be the you, you outside? <laughs> oh, no, I'm not outside. Oh, oh really? okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know, baby. Okay. Yeah, that's, All that's, right, that's so, so um, you, you answered my other question. My other question was, um, are you a producer and do you play any instruments? So you, you pretty much broke that down. So do you have any interest outside of music? I'm sorry, say one more time. You have any interest outside of music? Um, I mean, really, like I said, just the, the whole entrepreneurial thing. I mean, here lately I've oh. been getting more into, into tech, so I've been kind of trying to um, watch these a lot of these tech networks and kind of get my game up because I know that one thing that's killing the music industry right now is the tech industry. And when the tech okay. industry, the, you know, when that music, when that industry starts getting bigger than music then you got to pay attention to it. Okay. That's it. Most definitely. If I went, yeah, if I went in any direction, that's probably the direction I would go into. But, I mean, to your question earlier, I play uh, saxophone, violin, piano, keyboard, history music, sheet music, digital music. Okay. Wow. Multi-talented. Yes. <laughs> oh, you got to be in this industry. <laughs> would so, you um, get into any acting? Huh? Would you get into any acting or anything like that? Actually, yeah. I mean, I've, I've been approached with a couple of scripts. I don't want to say too much to ruin anything right now, but, yeah, there's some things in the works. Oh, okay. Okay. Great. Sounds good. Um, so um, next question, basically, is um, you have any um shows coming up, and are you doing any tours or anything like that? Uh, yeah, actually, I was planning on uh, doing a, a road tour, kind of like I did this past summer. 
Y'all probably didn't know about it, but I was actually in New York for about a week straight. I was in a, off pretty much all five boroughs, and I was just um, you know going through one two five and basically going going down and uh, uh, taking the subway and uh, going through Manhattan. And I did a couple of shows. I did one actually in Brooklyn, but um, okay. then kind of just bouncing around through uh, different areas. And I went out to uh, Cl- uh, Club Forty Forty to meet up with some you know some people, some record label people. Okay. All right. Yeah, we're we here in New York, but you know our Def is from Texas. She's from um, uh, from Austin, Texas. Uh, I read her. Yeah, she um, yeah, comes in every week from Texas. Yeah. I was seeing that you were from Forest. I know you heard of South by Southwest. Like, have you do you have any experiences in um, South by Southwest or the ACL Festival or anything like that? You know what? I've been trying to make that happen for a while. I mean, and uh, I can't, I can't even. Uh, uh, lie about it because last time we tried to make that happen with South by Southwest, I had to do a show in, in uh, Vegas, California, St. Louis, and and Florida all in the same week around the same time. So, oh, okay. okay. Yeah, so this year it's a little bit slower. So, I mean, I, I, I talked to the people at South by Southwest. We kind of work out some schedule right now. So that way I can start, you know, showing my face a little more often in, in Texas. Okay. Okay. Alright. That's what's up, man. Um what what's so the project that you're working on right now, like uh as far as your single and your mixtape, what so what is that? Um, uh, you know, so you can tell the people. Uh well basically the new album is coming out real soon. It's called I Am Rebel. I Am Rebel basically is I guess what you would call a, a street album. Um, pretty much it's in mix mixtape type format. There's no DJ on this album. And okay. I call it a street album because I'm putting it out independently, but it's more than a mixtape because it's original tracks, a lot of thought put into it, and it's a lot of emotion. Okay. okay. But, but the whole point of Iron Rubble basically is just that. It's saying that I'm not going to conform to what everybody thinks is a hit because everybody has in their mind what a hit is. But when they hear something yeah. that completely catches their ear off guard and they love it, now that's a hit. So that's what I'm trying to yeah. be. I'm trying to be the person that catches you off guard with something that you never even thought of. Okay. All right. All right. Um, so who are you listening to right now, bumping in, your, in the whip and everything? I mean, I, I, I'd like to say, you know, some of the usual people, the usual suspects, but honestly, I've been uh, really, really digging some uh, old school, some uh, Marvin Gaye, some uh, Sam Cooke, some... Um, Temptations from Osley Brothers, the people. I mean, for some reason, uh, even Stevie Wonder. A lot of those people have really been inspiring me to create a lot of different kind of music. So what I've been doing lately is just trying to um, trying to invoke that feeling. Not necessarily copy them, but I guess, like I said, just kind of invoke that same feeling that you heard the first time you heard uh, Michael Jackson do Thriller, or you know, something like that. Maybe maybe not that that level yet, but I'm trying to get there. Okay, yeah. Um, the, that type of music, man, is timeless. You can listen to that forever. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what's great about that. Those uh, type of records is um a lot of music now. People aren't going to be playing it ten years from now. You know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they go out just like the dancing and all that stuff goes out as well. Well, you know exactly. what? I really, I really call this the hip hop disco era. Like you know, um, 
every every genre of music has a point where it's fresh, it's new, it's 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 hot, it's hip, and then it goes to that point to where it gets dark, it's grungy, it's you know that that was kind of like the quote unquote gangster area when when they when that era of music came out. Then it goes through the through the platinum era, which is you know where it's just nothing but hit after hit after hit. Everybody that comes out is great. Then we come to the era where we are now, where basically we're in a rut. You know, then there's a recession. There's a lot of things going on, so everybody's just frustrated. So the music that comes out is just something that's real quick, just to get a sale. But there's no there's no uh, material to it. It's just kind of like all surface water. Yeah. So that's what we're going through right now. Just everybody's trying to trying to find a place where they can create, and when everybody gets comfortable in that place, then you'll start seeing some really great music coming out again. Okay. Um, one, one thing I wanted to talk to you about is there's a lot of artists right now that flip flopping between being indie and and signing to a major label. Like uh, for example, Wiz Khalifa, he he was signed to a major and then he left. And then he went indie, and, and he did really well with the mixing scene, and now he's signed back to a major. Um, what's your opinion of where you want to be as far as indie versus major? Well, one thing about Texas, and I, I can definitely back that 100%, Texas is 110% independent because, I mean, even if you go back to the to the hip-hop pioneers of our Texas era, they were independent until a, a major came knocking on their door. And, I mean, the, yeah. essence of hip, the essence of hip-hop, really, even if you go all the way back to the Run DMCs and the Fabulous Fives and the KRS-1s and all those people who really was like the, the, the people who, I'm not saying the people who started hip-hop, but the people who brought it to the scene. It's always been underground as a, as a love for it. So the, mm-hmm. a lot of, okay, so the thing really that everybody's trying to find out or figure out, and I think this is my, my personal opinion, is, how to keep that haunt, that underground feeling in a mainstream market. Mm-hmm. So I think okay. a lot of times my thing is once I get that figured out, then I feel like, you know, a major, a major will be for me. But as far as right now, I like being underground and independent because I'm in control of everything, and I know what my fans like. But now my job is to try to figure out a way to bring in a wider variety of sounds and even try to, I don't know, I mean, I, I was inspired by Michael Jackson when he said this, when he said, why don't we ever create new sounds? But I want to create new sounds and bring in a bigger audience so that way when I do go major, everybody's on the same page. Okay. So All I think right. that's um, a lot of artists. Okay. All right. Hi, Jeff, I'm sorry. I cut you off for a second because um, I heard um, some background noise and I couldn't hear them. I can't hear either. Uh, it's breaking. I don't know what's going on. The phone is breaking in and out. That's what I hear. Oh. It's static. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, yeah, you definitely have a good point right there. Um, and I, I hear a lot of artists complaining about the major labels and um, everything that's going on. A lot of the labels, they really they have a lot of great artists, and they don't really know what to do with them, you know, and uh, – you know, it's 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 crazy. You know, so I think the best place right now for a lot of people is indie. You know. 
Well, I mean, it, it yeah. really depends on the person because if you know your business, you can do anything you want to do and be successful at it just because you're doing it. Because, I mean, yeah. you take you take uh, Twitter, Facebook, and all those people, they're getting as big as rock stars. And, and the main reason yeah. why they do that so well is because they stick together and they group and they make it work. Now, when you talk about hip-hop, even though we're so divided, we're so – there's so many of us that are well-established businessmen, till being independent or major isn't really of any, any bit of a matter. But as far as the, the financial side of it, when a, I mean, it used to be days where record labels would advance you $5 million and get you going and you get it done and they develop you and put you out there. Now, yeah. record labels are arguing over $5,000. And when you argue over $5,000, that's not a good place to be in. Yeah, exactly. It's it's kind of like they're letting um, YouTube and and Twitter and and um, all the other social networks build the artists up, and then once they they feel like the artist is popular enough on the social networks, then they then they sign them. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Because I mean, now they they're actually creating something, and I might be biting my own tongue or giving out too much information when I say this, but it don't matter. I can say it. I mean, uh, they're giving these deals out now that are called 360 deals. Now, basically, long story short about those kind of deals is that that's literally what it is. When we sign, it's like saying, when I sign you to this deal, I own 360% of everything you do. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, crazy. I mean, yeah, and I mean, I'm, I'm not going to get into too, too much of the details. But, I mean, I can definitely say that, you know, there's a reason for everything. Everybody does. There's a reason for it. Yeah, most definitely. Um, we, we we talked about 360 deals a couple of times on the show with um different artists. And, um, uh, you know, it's, it's actually Jay-Z signed the 360 deal with um Live Nation. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. So and now everybody that signs in uh, under Rock Nation, they sign under a 360 deal because that's what he has. In a matter of speaking, but um, it, it kind of breaks down to a point percentage. I mean, a lot mm. of times that's where it really breaks down to where if you're an artist in the industry, you really need to know your points. Because if you don't know your points, yeah. you can get screwed. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, in a way, yeah, but it's it's kind of like a yes and no answer on that. It's really a lot of gray area, and that's kind of, like I said before, if, you, if you're if an artist trying to come up, and I guess if there's any artists out there listening to this right now, you're trying to come up, learn your points. Go to college, get you a college degree, because if you plan on being in the music business, you better learn or somebody's going to mess you over until you do. Yeah. They're going to be signing their life over <laughs> with the wrong people. <laughs> and more. I mean, I had I had a friend, and I'm not, I'm not going to say no names, but um, he signed a record contract and didn't even bother noticing that they had him they had him hemmed up. So when he got mad and he decided to leave the label and go get a regular job, the contract, even though it wasn't it wasn't actually it was actually against the law, but the contract stated they can take his money from his job. Get out of here! Hey. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, that's why I say. Uh, they basically own him. Yeah, they own him. They own him. Everything you do. <laughs> they they were like, um, here, sign these papers. It says you're you're my bitch for for the rest of your life. <laughs> like what? <laughs> <laughs> what 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 they say on 
what they say uh, above like you say infinity and beyond yeah <laughs> wow wow sign this buzz like your contract <laughs> wow so um like uh i, I know that since you got like 40,000 followers everybody know where to follow you at but um <laughs> well, I, how can the people how can the people find you on Twitter, Facebook and in MySpace? I know MySpace is kinda of dead right now. We don't even shut yes, those out it no is. more, right? <laughs> MySpace no is played out. MySpace, um actually no. I I wouldn't I have to disagree with you. I mean, they're actually going into a shifting mode. See, that's one reason why a lot of times people have to go to these tech meetings because a lot of times these people are doing things behind the scene where they'll they'll fall back for a little bit and then they'll they'll come out even harder. And that's what my fans uh-huh. are trying to do right now. They ba- they basically breaking down their formula to come back ten times stronger. I'm, and and basically, yeah. I would definitely say that to anybody. Go to MySpace right now and look at it. I guarantee you, it looks a lot different than it used to. And they're doing that for a reason. They've already started working on some agreements with Facebook and Twitter and YouTube. Well, they're about to basically be right back in the game with no time flat. And they might not be the same MySpace they used to be, but they're put they're basically putting themselves in a position where they could be making some big bucks pretty soon. But, yeah, uh, I, I, I read a little something about that. They're going to change over to the, the Facebook platform. So, yeah. you know, the way Facebook is, it's going to be like they, they're going to basically use their, their um, technology. Yeah, yeah. And they're basically going to import. Yeah, they basically going to. Remember, they're going to basically import and export their following and their fan base. I'm sorry, baby girl. What did yeah. you say? you were saying? No, something. I'm telling you, go ahead. Because I was basically going to say what you just said, but that's cool. Like I, I understand that my, it's, it's got to come back some way somehow. Everything's just going to get bigger and better. Because for a minute it was all about MySpace, now it's all about Facebook. So go ahead and tell yeah. them where they can find you on Facebook and Twitter and all that. Okay, well, first place that I would suggest anybody goes to find me anywhere is, is my website, which is playerabbit.biz. And I say that because that's that's what I pay for. I pay for that site. So I want you to go there first. Now, <laughs> the good thing about going to my website is that it has my Twitter location. It has my Facebook location. It has my YouTube videos. It has the phone number where you can call me and reach me. It has the information for my email. You can check my shows, pictures, everything you want to do. I've always believed in this, and I still believe in it to this day. All of it funnels through my website, everything. Okay. So, yeah, you log on to playrabbit.biz, and that's the main reason why I got so many followers on all the other networks, because I keep all my fans in-house. Okay. Okay, I got you. I got you. That's that's definitely the way you're supposed to do it, man. Yeah, I mean, you got well, to definitely. Do and and um, I do want to add something, though. Um, actually, what number? We just passed up a couple of people. So now uh, my, uh, my my Twitter page for Player Rabbit is officially number two in my city, Fort Worth. So I say by the end of the year, I actually should be number one, and that's what we're pushing for. We're trying to get to number one. By that time, we'll probably be about 50,000 plus. Wow, that's crazy. Who's number one? <laughs> um, actually, this, this dude that plays, he's a Fort Worth uh, football player for the NFL, but he's, I think he uh, plays for Washington Redskins. Oh, Trent, wow, yeah, that's Trent crazy. Trent Sherrill, I remember that, Trent Sherrill. 
Wow, that's crazy, man. So those, oh, like yeah. I said, those are those are celebrity numbers, man. Oh well, yeah. I mean, I, I appreciate it, but shoot, I've always been trying to set. I mean, I guess you could say I, I was one of those dudes that you know the short man complex or whatever you want to call it. But I always was trying to battle with dudes that was bigger than me. So while everybody else was trying to battle with this dude down the street, I'm trying to battle with Timberland. I'm trying to battle with Twister. I'm trying to battle with Jay-Z. I'm trying to chase those people because I feel like if I'm chasing them, then I'm always working harder to get to my success. And it's not just because I want to say that I'm better than the average person. I'm just saying that basically I always want to feel like, I haven't done enough. Okay. Your um right. your music your music is on iTunes. Um, I think I saw on your Twitter you're doing a giveaway. You're gonna be giving away your songs free weekly. Can you tell a little bit about Not that. Really. Yeah. Um. Okay. Basically, what I'm doing is I'm giving my uh, newest single that I'm actually charging for on iTunes, but I'm giving it away for free on um somewhere on on uh, Twitter. I basically tell people that you, you follow me, you'll get my single. And I kind of leave it at that because I try to keep it under the radar because I don't want it to be a everybody, I'm not even following them kind of thing. I want it to strictly be to my followers. So I okay. say everybody who's following me on Twitter and Facebook, you'll get my single free. And I guarantee you as soon as you follow me, you'll get it. Sounds okay. good. All right, definitely, man. So, you know, we – Definitely appreciate you calling in, and uh, anytime you got something going, you know, well, you've been rocking with us for like four years, so I know you're going to be back anyway. <laughs> of course, of course. I well, mean, definitely, uh, man. Yeah, of course. I mean, uh, I guess just to kind of add this in, too, I mean, I, I know this is going to be a shameless plug, but uh, uh, the album, my album, Iron Rebel, that's going to be dropping December the 17th. Um, I got the, I got a couple of mixtapes gonna be dropping on uh, Dad Piff and a few other sites. Uh, that was gonna be towards the end of the year. I I usually do a mixtape every year right before Christmas on Christmas Eve, which is called Player Rapid Radio. So that might happen too. Okay. That's All right. And the, uh, and the so tour you, is on the way. You gonna... Okay. Definitely, man. But it was uh, a pleasure having you here, man. And um, I don't think I have any of uh, 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 any music from you, though. Um, so oh, yeah. you know, uh, send us some music, and we can get it. You know, we can get it uh, on the playlist, man, and we can play it. You know what I'm saying? So the people can vote on it, and so your fans can vote on it. And um, you know, we'll keep it moving. Well, matter of fact, um, I meant to ask you that because I was trying to check and see if you got it the other day. I sent you my single. You didn't, you didn't, you never got it. No, I didn't get it. What's 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 your email? I sent it to you now. Okay, it's uh, AntoineStateMag dot com. And that's A N T O I N E. Yeah, at S P A T E M A G dot com. Okay. Yeah, it should be on the way. Now, if it's not. Uh, let me know and I'll, I'll shoot it to you again. Okay. All right. Cool. So we got some music. We'll we'll play that for the people, and we definitely appreciate you calling in, man. Yeah. You know, keep, yeah, up the, the, keep up the yeah, grind, okay. man. Like your your grind is amazing, man. I'm 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 impressed. 
Hey, well, I mean, personally, I, I feel like my grind is probably about uh, 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 bronze right now. Or what, what they say before you get a million records at gold. Yeah, my my uh, my grind is gold status right now. So I'm trying to get to that that diamond level. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to get that grind to that diamond level so I can start. So I can get them. I can get hit those thriller numbers. <laughs> wow. That's a good. That's a good goal. Yeah, you know, I, mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, I apologize about not sending you music, but you know me, though. I mean, I, I get it in. I mean, I know I'm from Texas and everything, but I freestyle like any time. So, anytime you want me to do something, I'm, I'm serious. You put me on the spot, I do it any time. Oh wow! So since we don't have any music, you can close us out with a freestyle or something. Yes. Oh, okay, that's what's up. Go and stay ready, yeah. or stay me or something. <laughs> Oh, okay. Hey, yeah. yeah. What's this? Huh? Alright, um, so you can go. I, I didn't mean to cut oh, you okay. off. Oh, no, that's fine. Right. Alright, yeah, so this is the one and only player rapper, you know what I'm saying, representing Funky Town for Worth, Texas, always, already. And I mean, definitely, I'm going to hit this uh, Spade Magazine with a freestyle acapella. Let me see if I can get this going like I should. Alright? Usually 52 bars to 16 tonight. Always ready with my balls, check my pockets for mics. Want your pockets just like mine? Now, homie, I like dimes. They loving my light lime like I got a strife sign. Now, homie, it's in the fight, bro. I'm good with that light nine. I'm better with that 44. MJ with that 45. See, I can say 40 lines. Then I got back in my side every time I roll when I flow and slide. Because I'm rolling through funky town and know how I put it down. I told you I'm playing rabbit. You know how that shit sounds. See, but you can get down. Go ahead and get now. You hear a player when he's in the room. You know it now. Ain't got no roll lows. They hear how my dope fold. I'm loving these sojos, but I'm saying, oh, no. See all these popos is posing as hobos every time in the parking lot when they go flow, so let's go. Oh, wow. All right. I wish I had some. I wish I had some. Uh, I wish I had some hand claps or something that I could. So I'll, I'll do it myself. <laughs> you can do the Arsenio Hall. Hoo, 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 hoo. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Yo, that was that was hot right there, man. We 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 definitely appreciate that. You know what? And and that's the funny part about it. When it when it when it all started out, that's really where it all started. At. It just started with the music in your head, and. I mean, I guess that's one thing that you find when you're musically inclined. The music just kind of never stops. It's like an ongoing radio station in your head all the time. <laughs> that's a good way to think of it. I mean, that's just the way I could put it. I mean, if I go to sleep, I'll be sleeping music, and I'll be so frustrated about sleeping music till I have to get up and, and do something. You can, I mean... Anytime I'm working or not, I'm going to put it this way. Anytime I'm sleeping, I'm dreaming about working. Yeah. Yeah, I could tell because, like, if you, if you, um, you know, for those that are listening, when you go to his YouTube, like, he puts on YouTube videos, like, when he gets up in the morning and, like, when he's at the store. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> so, it's like, you can tell that you live for, for, for what you do. No, no, I mean, if we're the funny part that everybody laughs at the most is that, um, well, number one, they laugh at the fact that I got almost 160 videos on YouTube. And, yeah. I mean, out of, out of the 160 videos I got on YouTube, I have another 120 videos on three other networks. So while I'm recording videos for YouTube, I'm also recording separate videos for Ustream, 
for uh, MySpace, and, th- and those are exclusive videos. So if you go to Daily Motion, or if you go to Two Mogul, or and and I, I do that. This is that. It's this network I just started with. The, I think it's called Zumi, Zumbi, or something like this. It's a, a, a South African network, and I just started working on on uh, their network to upload videos to them. But I do it because it's needed. It's necessary. But um. I was I was trying to hit a point before I lost it. Okay, now now what, basically, what, huh? Why do you feel it's necessary for you to do that? Like so so much. Honestly, I think a lot of times you you want people to know who you are as a person because knowing I, I say you know it even goes back to you know being in school with somebody. If you went to school with Jay Z, I'm just using Jay Z as a you know as a, a, a example. If you went to school with Jay Z, you grew up with Jay Z. You played basketball with him. You knew what he was about. You knew the last time he, you knew the last girl he dated before he left high school. If he said anything that was ungenuine on that record, you know. Yeah. But that would also make you want to listen to him more because you're like, yeah, that's my that's my dude Jay Z. You know what I'm saying? From back when he was Sean, you know, we was making fun of him, big ears and everything. So, you know, it's kind of like that same situation. I don't mind putting myself out there. Because I feel like for my fans, it's a way for them to say something. Because usually I'll read through my YouTube comments, and people laugh at me, but I read every single comment. And people will wow. people will notice things that I don't even notice in the video. They're like, I didn't know you were a Spider-Man fan. I'm like, <laughs> and I'll be looking like Spider-Man fan. Then I have to go back to the video and watch it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I got that Spider-Man picture in the background. But a lot of times, that's why I do it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, okay. one time, yeah, one time, um, um, I caught myself um, going up to my homeboy job to sell some CDs at his job, and somebody in the parking lot recognized me from YouTube. They said, "Man, I like your YouTube channel, but why did you make a video where you were shaving and brushing your teeth on the video?" <laughs> <laughs> now, you know what? Most people would probably say, you know what, I wouldn't even make no video like that. But me, I looked at it like, you know what, that means he had to really watch that video to know who I was and never met me before and be able to tell me about the video that I uploaded. Yeah. So it's kind of like I do things for that specific reason. When I make albums, I usually always throw extra songs on one track. So my second album and my first and my third album, at the very end, the last track, it'll be like three, four songs on that same track. So if you stop listening, you won't know. But if you let it play, it'll continue, and then there's some new tracks. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I actually got that idea from uh, uh, Michael Jackson. And um, who else did that? Uh, Jay-Z. Jay-Z, when he did the, blue album, uh, the Blueprint, the first Blueprint. If you listen to the last track on the on the first Blueprint, you actually hear two more songs on the last track. Wow. That's why it's only 13 months. Yeah, I never realized that. Yeah, I guess, uh, and, and a lot of times people tend to say, well, you know what I'm saying, I, I do this and I do that. But the main thing that makes it so interesting is that as artists, you, realize, you do things for your fans just for that specific reason. Because them two more songs probably would have bumped up the price of that CD. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. then, uh, like, let me see, what's that? 
I know I'm, I know I'm running y'all time out, but uh, the nerd CD. Okay, Pharrell Williams. Pharrell Williams, another example. If you go to the, I think it's the nerd album. Uh, I, I can't think of the song it is right now, but I know the song he made um, with Jay Z, uh, Front, something like that. There's another version of Frontin' on that album, on the same song, mm-hmm. I think. There's two more songs on the album where he actually threw a, a couple of other remixes on there. He did it again on Nerd, and who else did it? I think DMX did it on one of his albums, where he actually threw in some bonus tracks on one track. Which one? I don't, the only DMX album I bought was the first one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> And you know what? You hit a real good point because I think that was when everybody, and I mean, when I say love like Tupac, love DMX to that level, that same level. Like when DMX came in, he was almost like, I'm, I'm, I'm not the new Tupac, but I'm the next dude after him. And everybody was like, okay. Yeah. And wish somebody would yeah. say something, they get growled at. <laughs> I mean, for real. I mean, and, and I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I mean, I like this. I like the uh, flesh of my flesh and blood of my blood. But that is a steady, steady decline down. And nothing beats this dark and hell attack. Nothing. <laughs> I don't know if exactly. DMX ever. I don't know if DMX ever beat that album because I guess when you talk about Belly, when you did Belly. Belly was kind of like the embodiment of his dark and hell is hot in an audio-visual form. Yeah. So it's kind of like you can watch Belly and you can think about his dark and hell is hot, and you're like, man, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, I see what them songs fit real good. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yo, I, I, I think I got, I got she's a dance machine. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, that's the thing. All right, we, I'm, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see if I can upload this uh, right now so we can play it for the people. And matter of fact, while while you're on there, I'm gonna try to see if I can find a couple. Well, try to find. I'm gonna dig through my music and I'm gonna I'm gonna look for this other song because uh, what is it? What is that song? I got another song I did that I want to try to hear. And I don't know. If, do you remember Nick Nipsey Russell? Which one? No, I'm sorry. Do you know who Nipsey Russell is? Not Nipsey Hustle, but Nipsey Russell. Nipsey Russell, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, you know, you remember Nipsey Russell was in uh, The Wiz, and he was playing a Tin Man, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So I did a song based off of the Tin Man song, which is What Would I Do? You know, If I Can Suddenly Feel, that, that kind of song. So uh, basically, and I've kind of got a crazy rendition of it, but... Basically, I did my own version of it, and it's on my album. And this is actually an older album I did back when uh, my third album called Game Recognized Game. But it's on iTunes, too. And uh, my, my okay. song is called, my version of it is called Family Ties. So I'm going to try to see if I can send that one to you, too. Okay. All right. Most definitely. Most definitely. Um, I just uploaded Dance Machine. Um, hopefully... We'll be able to play that in a few seconds. Okay. You're gonna have to introduce um, that for us. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. This is, yeah, yeah, definitely. When you get it ready, let me know and I I introduce it. Okay, no problem. Um, 
once it's ready, <laughs> we'll, uh-huh. we'll 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 do that. It just takes a few seconds. So, um, as a matter of fact, let's see. Uh, so, uh, anything else you want to say to the fans out there that's gonna um, that are listening? I mean, I definitely want to say shout out to New York. Um, I came to New York, man, and everywhere I went, that people had my music. It was crazy. I mean, like crazy to the point to where I had dudes that stopped me up in Harlem, and I thought I thought one of these dudes about to rob me the way he came up on me. He was like, man, he said I've been I've been liking your music ever since uh, Rhyming Poetry, which I mean, for those that don't know, Rhyming Poetry is my first album, and um, the reason why I called it rhyme and poetry is because that's what I think rap is in the term. Okay. So if you take rhyme and poetry and take the first letter from rhyme and poetry and put it together, rap. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so All right. basically, yeah, he, was, he was feeling me on that. And uh big shout-out to um, uh, 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 Manhattan. That was crazy. I mean, I went down the street and felt like a celebrity the whole time I was there. I'm like, man, I, mean, I, I ain't going to say I'm not, but I'm just saying. Go there. It's crazy. <laughs> shout, shout out to shout so, out to Jersey. So what would be your favorite city that you that you traveled to so far? Man, I, I love Jersey. I love Jersey because Jersey for me is like Fort Worth. And, I mean, the Jersey fans know what I'm talking about when I say that. But um, uh, let me see. South Carolina, North Carolina, shout out y'all. Good. Um, Florida, Atlanta, good. I, I could definitely say anywhere in Texas, automatically going to be my number one spot. And I love California. I love California. I love uh, Polio Locos. I love uh, Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. I love all that. But I say <laughs> Vegas. Not for real. I, I say Vegas, man. Vegas. Because I actually got to actually love it so much that I had to get um, like, a, like a condo out there. So whenever I do shows in Vegas, I can stay there. Because, I mean, that's okay. just what it is. I mean, I feel like, hey, if I'm going to do a show in Vegas, I'm going to be here for a week. That's a nice investment right there. Yeah, so Vegas. Sure is. I need to go to Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Because, I mean, I, I love the way the city, the way the city bends because it always changes. And, I mean, a lot of my, a lot of my fans in Vegas, they are hardcore Tupac fans. So uh-huh. they listen to me. They listen to me with an ear where they always trying to hear me say something, I guess, is Tupac-esque. I'm not going to sit here and, you know, <laughs> say, like, I'm, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the player rabbit to the Tupac like Jay-Z is to Biggie, but it's just a circumference where you understand if you listen to me and you listen to the things I say, the things I talk about, even my songs. A lot of it has a lot of influence from Tupac. Okay. All right. Um, we got the single ready, so uh, if you want to introduce it, and and we're we got about eight minutes left. We're running out of time here, but um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you you can introduce this joint, and then we'll close it out after that. Okay. Well, let me give you out a short version. Yo, what up? This is one only player rabbit. This is the official first track off of Iron Rebel dropping in stores December the seventeenth. She's a dance machine. Video will be coming soon. Shout out Fate Man. Shout out Fate Man. I'm sorry. No, I was just saying shout out Fate Radio. 
Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Let's go. Hmm. One and only player Revit. I like the way you do that. Check this out. I'm finna head over to this VIP. So, uh, I want you to keep doing your thing. I'm gonna do mine. Maybe we'll see each other later. Where they bump school back. Eight or seven reppin' DFW thought you knew that. Shout out to the homie that told us that we can do that. Style him in his house, enough to make your whole crew clap. So drop a beat and make sure all of them move that. Oh, Boston, she Boston. Together we run through tracks. Better back that haters, ugly bitches, and move back. Let haters run through laps like FAC. Bounce your ass, baby girl, like do rape me. Make sure I get my money so don't play me. Go play these lyrics right over the beat. Watch me show up in some ride that say it's mine. Looking like a transform like Optimus Prime. If it's feeling down your throat, baby, get in line. And if you gotta make a dollar, get up on your grind. Uh, shit, 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 she's a dancing machine. Like the way she do it when she on that scene. She, she, she a dancing machine. She can do it and do it and do it do it her thing. She, she, she a dancing machine. I like the way she do it when she on that scene. She, she, she a dancing machine. I love the way she do it when she doing her thing. Talk a lot, play up, money on my mind. We got people we get in, that's the sign of my grind. That's the rock and bell because the bottles are free. I'm a genius, so I know she gon' be looking at me. Girl is a dime, my mind is where it should be If I get a good girl, she better be a good freak I mean, a porn star chick, but it's mine, and she can be She better need to dance by the way she lives in that I mean, she, she, she's a dance machine Best part about her is she got a bad lean And the way she dance, she stay on that scene She shake it, shake it, and bake it like she's alluring me I need a breakfast size special, two biscuits, let's meet Looking like a track star, so she drop it to the beat She keep her hair done with some pretty ass feet And she acting like she wanna go home with me huh? she, 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 she a dancing machine Like the way she do it when she on that scene she, she, she the dancing machine. She can do the do the do do her thing. She, she, she the dancing machine. I like the way she do it when she on that scene. She, she, she the dancing machine. I love the way she do it when she doing her thing. She say she need a player. So my aim is to be all over her body like body pain is. But we don't love them. Y'all know my channel. Call me pay-per-view. Give me more than you can handle. Never seen with a rich rap star. Bitch bad as she wanna be. She wanna see my car. And she talking like she want me. Dancing like a stripper. She dripping while she all on me. Got so thick. Got one of them wrapped around me. She already know. I'm a super duper freak. She got a girl from my homie Vesta. I hop left east in hotel on wheels. Fucking lots to deal. I got money for a room. It's a fact I'm thrill. I got one night in town so she know my deal. On the scene night, but damn, her skills is crazy. I ain't seen it before. She got me hazy. I see ladies in the room should be having my baby. She, 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 she's a dancing machine. 
Like the way she do it when she on that scene. She, 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 she the dancing machine. She can do the do the do do her thing. She, she, she's the dancing machine. Like the way she do it when she on that scene. She, she, she's the dancing machine. Like the way she do it when she do her thing.
I got uh Yeah, I'll play that. We'll we'll Let's get go. into that. New Big Snoop Dogg. Can you be my doctor? Can you fix me up? Can you wipe me down? So I can lick you up, make you give it up, give it up. Till you say my name like a jersey, jersey. Shutting down the game, be my head coach. So you can put me in and never take me out. Till you can taste the wind, do it again and again. Till you say my name. And by the way, I'm so glad that you came. Tell me, baby, are you wet? Drip, 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 drip for me, mommy, can you drip? 